host number two of the bitcoin podcast d and if you heard that smooth ass music by the absurdist um mm. i'm gonna link it in the show notes then you are now listening to a very new show under our tbp network that we are trying to bud called tbps on ramping with d what's the point of this show i'll fill you in on the point of this show you know when Cello and Corey and I started talking about Bitcoin. Started out as just a conversation about Bitcoin. We were just three guys talking about Bitcoin because we love it. We love it to death. But then it started growing into this thing where we thought like mass adoption is really the only thing we need to measure. It's so hard to measure, right? How do you measure mass adoption? People typically don't talk about it until after something has massively been adopted. So adoption is the only thing that matters, is where you've been hearing on our first show. But on my show, I wanted to give a real-time measurement of adoption. And if things can or cannot be adopted, but something, not just anything, is our favorite thing, Bitcoin. So this is the very first inaugural episode of TBP's On Rampin' with D. And I have a very special guest. Why don't you tell everyone who you are? Hi, everybody. Um, my name is Janice, and I'm Dee's little sister, or Demetrix's little sister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Got familia on the show right now. We fam. We fam bam. Tell them else something else about yourself. <clears throat> um, I don't know. There's not really, I mean, besides being the most awesome person on the planet, there's nothing else you know, that I could really add. I mean, I'm just your average, um, I guess I'm just your average human who's ignorant on the concepts of Bitcoin and I want to know more about it. Nice. She is very awesome. I can attest to that. So the idea of TPPs on Rapid with D is to answer questions that people may have because people don't think about Bitcoin. And if you think people do, it's just because you're so absorbed with Bitcoin that you think everyone should be thinking about this awesome shit, but they're not. Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> Denise, do you give a fuck? Be honest with me. Do I give a fuck about about what? Bitcoin. 
Um, you know, honestly, um, I know. You don't, right? Uh, you just don't. I right? don't. I don't. I don't because it's not in my life. Exactly. Do you give a fuck about dollars? I like dollar dollar bills. Why is that? What's the difference between the two? Um, the difference between the two, I guess you could say, is when I want to go to McDonald's and get myself a McDouble and I hand them a dollar, I'm going to get a McDouble. Exactly right. You <laughs> can give someone a dollar bill and they give you a sandwich, right? Yeah. It's not necessarily that you care about the dollar. You care about the act of getting a sandwich. When you want that juicy beef patty and those right. two cheese, cheese slices that for some reason aren't in between the patties, but there's like one on top of two patties. Right. It's like, and it's always crooked. Like my my top patty is always slanting a little bit. And I got to eat it weird because of that fact alone. But I never complain. But that there is a small problem with it. Yeah, it's weird how McDonald's does, like, cheese, patty, patty, cheese. I know because I worked at McDonald's, like, every person in America. And I was always like, this is such an inefficient way to present a double cheeseburger. Who goes to cheese, (laughs) patty, patty, cheese? That makes no sense to me. But maybe, or maybe I was just trained wrong. That could be it. Anyways. Maybe. So, you've been... A part of my family since I was on this Bitcoin bonanza ride, right? You've basically been a part of my family since you were born. Right, since but, I was born. Yeah, since you were born. Mm-hmm. But things got a little bit crazy when I started to get a little bit crazy about Bitcoin, right? Right. I remember this specific moment in time when you... When you... I wouldn't say crazy. I would say a very passionate. Mm, um, nice. Well played. I don't know if you remember. I don't know how long ago it was. It was maybe two or three years ago when <laughs> when we were in Target. And you were able to pay to purchase your items with Bitcoin. And you had me snap multiple pictures with different poses. Of you. <laughs> I don't know. If you remember that. <laughs> I do remember that. And in that moment in my head I was like, yo, he he loves this shit. Like Yeah, man. It's good shit. That's awesome. Bitcoin's good shit. So your average person, you're a lay person, is what yeah. people say. And you've heard me talk about Bitcoin at passionate lengths and depth and breadth. For a long time now. Mm-hmm. So you have to have some questions. I've sent you Bitcoin. You've bought things with Bitcoin. Not even know what the hell you were doing. I had to walk you through it. Yeah, I had this. I bought this Fitbit that I'm wearing right now. From? Um, purse. There we go. And how much? <laughs> it got? You got a discount, right? Yeah, it was like 130 But then how much did you actually pay? Because 130 was the real price, right? Oh no! Wait, one hundred and fifty was the price, right? I think one hundred and fifty was the price. Um, mm. I'm not sure. One hundred. That's that a lot right? of percentage off. I don't know if you got that much percentage. I just know you paid less, and you were excited about that, right? Right. 
Would you say that it was at least a fraction of the same excitement you have when you hand that 14-year-old, sorry, 16-year-old pimple-faced person a green dollar bill and you get a hamburger that you were excited that you clicked some buttons and sent some Bitcoin and you got a Fitbit? No, it's not the same level of excitement. It's not the same. See, what the fuck is... what? That's what I'm trying to resolve. Right. Why is it not the same? One, why are you using cash? Like, this is 2016. You're using a debit card, right? Like, well, no. I guess that's just the analogy I set up, right? That was just the analogy that... I think I gave you that analogy, right? I think you did. Yeah, but I, I rarely use cash. I use my debit card for... um. Most of my purchases, but I use cash when I need to use cash and I go to the ATM and I have extra cash left in my purse or something. But and then I look mm-hmm. in my purse, and I'm like, oh, I got five bucks. I'd rather use this five bucks than have it disappear into the black abyss that is my purse. So nice. what about Bitcoin do you need to know that you don't know? All right. So. I think there's. There's like a, it's not, when I envision using money, I envision it in my hand and handing it, or I envision using my debit card, and I don't quite understand where Bitcoin sits on on that sense. Like, how can I use Bitcoin at Target or how can I use Bitcoin at Walgreens if that makes sense like you've seen my Bitcoin debit card though right right I see it but I I think let me take it back a little bit let's take it back I think it's just what is what is it what is it in its entirety and as monetarily like what am i doing with it if that makes sense like what yeah these are very very philosophical questions right because money's a very philosophical thing if you can think about it like that yeah right so i always ask after i'm asked that question i always ask this question as a reboot rebuttal oh, i don't think reboot's I think a thing reboot's not a thing rebuttal is <laughs> reboot is a show yeah, Reboot is a show. A very awesome show from the 90s. Uh, you think they're going to bring it back? Uh, I hope they don't, because I'm tired of Hollywood ruining my childhood. I'm getting upset at it now. So, um, mm. Valid, valid. But if, if you're going to ask yourself, like, what is Bitcoin? What is money? Then you have to ask yourself the same exact question about what are dollars? How are those made? How do they work? Right. You know? How no. Who makes dollar bills? Factories. Where? In various places in the United States of America. Hopefully. What's in dollar bills? What's in dollar bills? Yeah. What's in them? What's it made of? Paper. Okay. Close enough. What's what about debit cards? Like what are those made of? What kind of plastic is that? I'm not sure. I haven't. Um, I could Google that if you want me to do that. You probably could. Yeah, I'm not. Sh- I don't know. I don't know what's in debit card. How does the magnetic strip work on the back of a debit card, Dina? Do you know? 
I don't know that either. Mm-hmm. What about the 16 digits on the front? Do you know how that works in correlation with the expiration date and the security code on the back? You know how no. that stuff works? No. No, I don't know how any of that works. I am very ignorant on all of that. Mm-hmm. 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 I think as a like a normal, not a normal person, as a well, I guess I don't know if that's the right term, but I think as um, someone who's not exposed to Bitcoin as much, I think we just look for that initial action response, like when I swipe my card, it works, and then when I look at my bank account later, the money that I used for that purchase is gone; it's no longer there. Mm, okay. So we don't get into the depths of all of that. Yeah, because why should you? Is it, who would want to waste thought power on those things, right? Right. But let me not be a bitch. Let me go back and answer your actual question, right? So what <laughs> is Bitcoin and what makes it money, right? So my belief, and this is just my belief, I guess my opinion as an informed individual on this subject matter, I can say this is my opinion. Mm-hmm. That Bitcoin is money, and it's sound money, because it is a medium of exchange. For instance, I could find someone right now in the city that I'm in that has some things, and if they wanted to take Bitcoin, I could give them some Bitcoin, and they would exchange to me a thing. Okay. Right? The other thing that makes something money is called a store of value, right? Right. So we look at that green piece of paper, and we know that that green piece of paper is the storage of one monetary dollar within the United States and overseas, right? Right. Storage of value, one. The value of that piece of paper is one. There's other values of a piece of paper that's 20, it's 50, it's 100. There's other values of paper, but that paper is storing the value. Real philosophical shit. Right? <laughs> right. And the other one, damn it, I never get the third one right. It always makes me look like an ass face when I don't get the third one right. So there's medium exchange, storage value, and I want to say like a token of, I'm just going to Google it. Can you sing some elevator music while I Google the three definitions of music? This is taking a lot longer than I thought it would. <laughs> Keep going, though. Keep going. I don't... <laughs> Ah, got it. I didn't even need to Google it. I didn't. It didn't. The Google this thing didn't show up yet. It was gonna take a long time. If but, I don't get famous off of my elevator music skills from that, I'm <laughs> very upset. You're not going to. Don't worry. But it's a medium of exchange. <laughs> it's a storage of value. Now I can continue to sound like I know what the fuck I'm talking about. So it's a medium of exchange. A storage Yay. of... <laughs> Yay! Yeah. He knows. It's a storage of value and a unit of account. Right? Right. So say you have 20 storages of value. And another person has 15 storages of value. 
and you give them five. Now they have 20 storages of value and you have 15 and you can account for that. Okay. So it is a unit of account and that is all that makes money money. In fact, you probably know this, but never paid attention. Like anyone never pays attention to these things. And I just started getting really into this, the history of currency and the history of money. But at one time, rocks were money. Sticks were probably money. Seashells were money. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine going to the beach and just picking up a fuck ton of seashells and then being rich because people thought that they had value, right? Right. I can't S- imagine that. Salt was money you give you pay someone in a weighted amount of salt because it's a unit of count hey that guy doesn't have three salt bags anymore he's only got one salt bag he gave two of his salt bags to someone <laughs> that would have been really beneficial when i was that nerdy kid that collected rocks do you remember that shit i do remember that shit it was a very strange phase for you I every had- rock was a fossil <laughs> i was like that's just a fucking rock it's just He's like, no, look at the shapes. There's a shell in this one. And I was like, that's a fucking piece of concrete. There were pretty <laughs> crystals in one. And I thought one day somebody is going to see this as beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and I kept that shit in a big ass bucket. And mom was like, no. Yeah. No more with that shit. We're I done. supported that because I was like, yeah, she's just fucking picking up random rocks. Somebody's got to stop that. <laughs> yeah. No, mom hated that. I even took them with us when we moved to Louisville because I thought they were that valuable. Wow. I, I can see where you're going. But... Maybe maybe I should have supported your adventures, but at that point in time, I was a jerk brother, so I was just like, ah. You thought it was weird. My sister's collecting rocks now. She's singing Spice Girls and collecting rocks. This is some dumb shit. <laughs> I could have. I could have gone places with those rocks, man. I could have been, oh, I could have been so much. Yeah, geologist up in this bitch. But now let's get back to Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Bitcoin is a unit of account. If I have one, if I have four Bitcoin and I give one to, let's just say, Corey, and he had three, he now has four and I have three. And there is a giant accounting process for that. Or... Like I said, if I go down to a store, like you did, you didn't go down to a store. You did theoretically on the internet through Purse. You went down to Purse. You purchased your Fitbit. Purse said, we will gladly take your Bitcoin in exchange for this Fitbit. Mm-hmm. Which makes it a medium of exchange. Mm-hmm. And the very last one, a storage of value, right? I've sent you some Bitcoin. I've been sending you bits here and there throughout the years. You probably never check your Coinbase account that I send them to, but... There is more value in that account now than there was four years ago. Yeah. Because it is a storage of value. Now, three definition of those things. It's hard to say if it satisfies those things just yet. Right? So new. Like dollar bills have been around for a long time. Dollar 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 bills, y'all. They've been hey. around forever. Hey. hey. <laughs> Cash rules everything around me. Crank get the money. Dollar, dollar bills, yeah. That's how you know we're related. Yep. Um, but if I explain Bitcoin like that, do you understand it a little better? 
Right. Is it necessary for you to know the crazy, super duper intense math that makes Bitcoin able to be money or the fact that it is money and you can use it to buy things? I think for me, it's necessary because I'm a weird ass individual. But I think for just other people, other humans that are more normal than me, I think, no, it's not necessary to explain the background behind it. Okay. It's more necessary to explain exactly how Bitcoin is going to get them what they want. Because it's money. Money gets you what you want. And how is it? Well, yeah, I guess it is necessary to explain the background then. Like, how is it? How is it money? How is it? (laughs) (laughs) How how is it? Like, how is it money? How? Because people believe that it's money. Did your mind just explode? What happened? Your... Did you see it? Can yeah. See my face? Can... <laughs> yeah, I can see your face. It's only audio that will go on the show, but I saw your face. Did your mind just explode? Oh, my God. I I think it did because I'm at a loss for words. I think it's just I don't understand how Bitcoin is. Bitcoin. And I feel like I'm very redundant in my questions, but it's not clicking for me. I think. And I know... Go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think. I think you don't understand Bitcoin because you don't understand dollars. You just have faith that they work for you. That is one hundred percent true. I think that's one that's accurate. Yeah. Right. I have Just never like, ever thought about like when I'm going to buy my McDouble with the warm pickles and ketchup and cheese. So good. With like a side of like a large fry that you dip in their creamy ranch. Ooh, you talking? You talking? I know. I know. With like. You can even dip the burger in the ranch. I don't know if you know about that. Damn, we are American. <laughs> mm. Yes. But I think I don't I don't think about that when I hand that person that that dollar or what did I get a burger and some fries? That those 2 dollars. I don't think about the history of the money that I'm handing you. I don't think about the the value of it until I Get my burger. Exactly, right? You have faith. Let me help you out, right? Let me give you a little history lesson. So at one point, dollars were backed by gold. So when you were holding a note, a dollar note, it represented a amount of gold. That stopped because rich people with power were like, I can't have enough gold, so I can't have enough money. We need to change this. I'm pretty sure that's not exactly what happened. If you go back in the history books, there are probably sound reasons or what they believed were sound reasons. But a lot of time when rich people make decisions is just to make themselves more rich. But that's a whole nother talk for a whole nother dame. But let me tell you what the dollar bill is actually backed by. And this is actually written down and documented. The dollar bill is backed by the full faith and credit of the United States government. Wow. That's it. Like, when you say the full faith and credit, please go into further explanation. That's all the fuck it is. 
I can't explain <laughs> that anymore to you. That's the definition of what backs the U.S. dollar. So, so, so essentially, it's just what they say it is. Yes. So if I say I'm a I'm a rich person and I get to say that this dollar is worth one. Yes. That's and how then, that goes. That's how that goes. And other people around the world have faith and credit in that as well. Because we say what we're going to say and we do what we're going to say. So they believe that they can have faith in how we do business as well. But do, do what we are going to say? Whole nother talk for a whole nother time. All right? Oh, shit. All right. But that's what the dollar bill is backed by. So then I can ask you this next question, which is kind of boxed you into a corner. How come Bitcoin can't have your full faith? How come you can't have full faith and credit in Bitcoin? What is what has it done to harm you, or you can't have faith in it? That's an excellent question, because I haven't been told my whole life what the value of a Bitcoin is. Oh, good one. We, <laughs> I promise you, audience, we don't rehearse this shit. We didn't rehearse this shit. I told her like five minutes before this was happening that she was going to be on the show, right? I know. So, because you've been told your whole life that, that that dollar is a dollar, you believe it, right? I believe it wholeheartedly. Mom told me. Dad told me. Everyone I, told you, right? Right. But what's crazy is if you take that same dollar you, write, you have right now and you hop in a time machine, you go back to 1915, that dollar buys you like a hotel. Monopoly, baby. No, I'm playing. That dollar... That dollar buys you an entire cart of groceries, right? Yeah. It's crazy, right? But you go into a dollar right now, go into a grocery store, you can't even get a fucking bag of chips. You can get a 39-cent bag of chips and be that skinny bitch, right? But nobody wants a 39-cent bag of chips. You get that 99-cent. Those are not the good chips anyway. Those are like the off-brand bullshit, like, potato chips that have too much salt on them. Yeah. You're like, fuck those chips. I want 99 cent flaming hot Cheetos. Right? Thank you. So, I want the chips that melt like before I put them in my mouth. Nice, man. And you can't get that with a dollar, right? So it's crazy. You have full faith in something that diminishes in value over time. It's crazy. But it's built. There's a system. It's designed to do that. See, Bitcoin's designed to do the opposite. The Bitcoin that I owned four years ago is now gives me more purchasing power than the Bitcoin that I own. Sorry, so sorry. I said that wrong. The Bitcoin that I own today gives me more purchasing power than the Bitcoin that I owned four years ago. Okay. So, who is in charge of Nobody. Math. Math is in charge. You can't read my mind. You don't know what I was going to (laughs) say. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Okay, so nobody is in charge. Math is in charge. Math is in charge. Do you have faith in math? I mean, not my understanding of math, but I have faith in math. It's pretty universal, right? Math works, right? If you see three things and then you see seven of the same thing, then you get ten of that thing, right? I heard, I heard one, one plus one is two. Yep, it works. Er, time, all the time. Unless you use cryptography, what Bitcoin is built on. Bam! No, I'm kidding. It's still worse. There's just modular arithmetic involved. Yay! But but you get the point, right? It's Bitcoin is controlled by math. It's not controlled by rich people who control governments. 
not controlled by, by governments. Oh, humans are innately flawed. So no, well, it's controlled by math, not humans. I know. I was just. I was oh, just, you were saying humans are flawed. I was saying humans are flawed. So that could be why Bitcoin is better. That's why I believe it's better. Yeah. That's why I believe it's better because it's controlled by mathematics. And I have faith in mathematics, not just because I studied it, but because math works. Everyone understands math. In fact, Insight, the very project I'm working on, my, my day job, I, I don't speak the language of the people that, I can, that I'm required to consult with. But we can agree on the numbers and we can do the math together. Right. So, okay, then I have a question for you. For those who don't have faith in their ability to understand math mm -hmm. how are you what would you say to those people like what how are you going to bring them on board with bitcoin i don't have to bring them on board they don't have to understand math do you understand the complex math that goes on when you swipe that damn debit card and the magnetic strips hit i don't even want to think about that Trump. there's some pretty complex physics going on there right i don't I know it but I kind of know how magnets work, and I know how magnets put information in places. So yeah. I can I can imagine, too, there's some pretty complex equations going on there physically. But does it really matter? Right. Do you care about how the ones and zeros are being moved around on the banking end? Or do you care that the bank gives you a number when you check your bank account? I care that the bank gives me a number when I check my bank account. And not only do you care, you have faith in it, right? Yeah, I do. I yeah. have an alarming amount of faith in it. There you go. So if Bitcoin were to give you an account and give you a balance where you could account for things, why wouldn't you use it if it could get you things? You should have faith in it, right? You sent somebody Bitcoin and they sent you a Fitbit. That's, That's a thing. True. You're wearing it right now, or you're you're holding it up for me right now. That's a thing you bought yeah. with Bitcoin, right? That makes the difference, right? It does. What if I could tell you you could buy anything you want with Bitcoin, have it shipped to your house? Would that give you faith in Bitcoin and that it works as a money? Yeah, it would. And All right. I mean, I've already had that happen. So I'm going to give you opportunity to ask one more question to me, so maybe I can provide you with some clarity, and then I'm going to ask you a question. You're going to be yes or no. So, so ask me a question. What, what more do you need to know about Bitcoin that you don't know? You feel there's some sort of gap in your knowledge? I mean, I think there's just a... I think... For me, it's just a matter of where it came from. I think that's what it is. I think other people will be okay with the fact that they can they can get their Fitbit with it as long as they do what they need to do. But I think it's just a matter of it's just this thing that just popped up out of nowhere. Like Well, okay. I can I can explain that to you. But first I'll say, can you imagine how people felt when they were first induced to a paper dollar? If they went into a store and were like, I'd like to pay with this golden nugget, sir. And they were like, ah, 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 ah. We don't do gold no more. <laughs> we do pay We that. do this paper thing. 
And you were like, what? Oh. How? But then slowly but surely, you start seeing more people using that paper thing. And then you start to understand, hey, that paper thing could have some merit behind it. Let me try that paper thing out. I go to the store, get my loaf of bread. Holy shit. The paper thing works. It's all about dollars. I love dollars. That's pretty much how money changes take place. But let me answer your question because I want to be very transparent. There's a man or many people named Satoshi Noka, no, Satoshi Nakamoto. Satoshi Nakamoto. Yeah, very Asian name, very Asian dude, uh, maybe, um, is a pseudonym. And it shortly after the 2008 financial collapse, he says, hey, guys, I made a thing. In the scientific community, when you say that, hey, guys, I made a thing, it's called a white paper, right? In the scientific community, in the, in the scientific community, the academic community as well, when you have an idea, you write a white paper. Now it's kind of chic, like Silicon Valley has it in lots of places now. We have a white paper, which explains our thing, right? But in academia, and you can talk with Corey next time you see him, in academia, you submit a white paper. And it's like, hey, this is this thing that I've built. I've tested it out. I think it works. You guys should look at it. And then if it works, you could you should do it too. That's how science works. Hey, I did an experiment. I think it kind of worked. Now I'm going to release it to the scientific community so you guys can repeat that experiment and see if it works a shit ton of times. And then we can kind of like make it a thing. Science. Right? So Satoshi Nakamoto releases this white paper. It's called Bitcoin, a peer-to-peer currency. I believe that is what the title is. I don't know it off the top of my head. I feel like I should. Bitcoin, peer-to-peer currency. And he says, hey, guys, I made this thing. I think it could be money on the Internet, and this is how it works. You can participate if you want to, but if you don't, you don't have to. So for a very long time, he's participating by himself. And then other computer computer whizzes caught wind of it, and they started participating with him. And more 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 people have participated in it to the point where it's grown in value where eight years ago it would cost you hundreds of thousands of Bitcoin for one Cheeto, and now one Bitcoin is worth 840 U.S. dollars. Because that many people use it, and that many people have faith and its use as a money. So, but I skipped a lot in there, right? I okay, yeah, no, I just don't understand. Okay, I, I don't want to cut you off, but I don't. I'm gonna cut you off. Cut me off, then. I'm gonna skirt. I don't. Aren't you just? Isn't it just your money? Like I don't understand. Yes, it's an evolution of money. These things are. These things are weird, but they happen. And there's no way to go back in time and figure out the mentality of a person when they stopped using seashells and started using bags of salt. You can go back and maybe it was some sort of government decree, which it probably was, but think about the mentality of the layperson. I walked into this freaking place yesterday to get my chain mail fixed with my freaking seashells. And now all of a sudden they're not taking seashells and they're taking bags of salt. Now I got to turn my seashells into bags of salt. Like what's going on? 
Or imagine back in the 70s when people were like, hey, we're not doing checks anymore. We've got this new thing called a credit card. So it's a new thing we're trying out. It's called a credit card. Maybe I could get something that's like, because it's not something I can see. It's the internet. Yeah. I think that's where, like, I, I understand the concept of, of um I don't know if you said a value of what when something has value like when you when I got this Fitbit I understand the fact that I put money in it and I I gave someone Bitcoin and I got this Fitbit I understand that but I think there's a the the internet factor that I'm just kind of if that makes sense I don't know if I'm making sense like the internet factor is where I'm getting where I'm getting the lost. internet factor? Could you please whittle that down a little bit? Because the internet is a pretty big thing at this point in time. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's not something that you can just say, hey, this guy wanted to make currency on the internet, and you expect some average person who, for myself, is trying to become a teacher just like living her life, doing her thing, trying to understand because I don't, I don't know anything. I think because you are trying to become a teacher, your inquisitive nature makes you want to dig deeper. Like you want to know. Feel deep into it. You want to know, right? And you can go as deep as you want. Not on this show because we're running out of time. Oh. But when I see you soon, because it's Christmassy time. Hey. We can go as deep as you like, and I can show you these things, and I can show you, like, yeah, this is why we think it's money. This is why we use it as such. This is why we save it. I have, my, I have some of my savings in Bitcoin. Like, I think it's money. I think it's valuable. I think it's very valuable. I could show you why. And, yeah. and hopefully I answered enough of your questions for you to answer this question for me, and you can answer it as truthfully and honestly as possible. But what I would like to know is, since we've had this conversation... Would it be okay, or sorry, not would it be okay, would you like for me to show you how to buy Bitcoin? I mean, absolutely. I want to learn more about it. So, yes. Is that a yes or a no? That's a yes. hey We got the first yes. Cello, if you're hearing this, put it on the website. Oh. (laughs) We got the first yes, right? I forced you to use it, and you were like, God, I love my brother. I'm just going to put up with this annoying shit so I can get this Fitbit uh, for less than I want to pay for it. Um, But now I'm going to show you how to buy Bitcoin, how you can start having some. Right? Well, Janice, sorry, Janice, I won't call you by your nickname. That's a family thing. Janice, thank you for uh, stopping by my very first episode there's going to be lots more, but the idea is to try and get a real-time measurement of adoption of the layperson, the people who honestly don't give a shit about Bitcoin. So <laughs> I'm going to let you guys go with this Thank nice, you. smooth sound of absurdist. And uh, yeah, play the outro. You want to say that? You want to say that part? Say it. To play the outro? Yeah, say it. Play the outro.